Welcome back to Trading 360, friends. I'm Nicole Fenelides, and it's time for our 360 round. I want to bring in our panel to talk all things Microsoft ahead of its quarterly numbers tomorrow. John Freeman, Vice President of Equity Research at CFRA, and Kim Forrest, Founder and Chief Investment Officer at Boca Capital. Thank you both for being with us. John, I saw you have a strong buy of 402 price target. What are you looking for within that report tomorrow? So I'm looking for kind of three things I think that drive Microsoft results. One is Azure, which is more than 20% of total revenue now. Um, and it was, you know, it's been growing in the mid, you know, high 40, mid 40% range. Um, I think if it, if it decelerates to the high 30s, I think that's still pretty tremendous, particularly if it can keep that, you know, that, that, you know, a 30% growth range going for the next couple of quarters, that really moves the needle. It makes it hard for Microsoft not to grow, you know, at least like 15% uh, from a top line uh, perspective. Office, um, I'll, I think it'll be interesting to see whether they continue with the uh, planned price increases. Um, if they hold back on it, they might, because I think it's, you know, I think they can hit growth without it. And, you know, I think it may not look good from a PR perspective to be uh, you know, with price increases there. So those are two things. And then LinkedIn, I think, is the always the wild card. You know, now more than 8% of revenue, I th you know, by, by my estimate, and a, kind of an interesting exception in that it's a social network that's growing on subscriptions, not ads. So that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, I think you make a great point with LinkedIn. I mean, I saw, you know, we think about Microsoft, we just think of maybe Office or, you know, and meanwhile, there's so much more, as you mentioned, Azure and LinkedIn and Bing and Xbox Live. There, there really is a lot under the umbrella, Kim, and that's your point. You said that they have a wide moat, right? Sure. I mean, it's really crazy that we're talking about LinkedIn and then there's the Activision merger that's coming up. What games and, you know, serious business, but that's Microsoft and they've really parlayed their um, beginnings, their humble beginnings from being the basic compiler. Uh, that's a language. It's decades right. old, but just go with me um, on PCs for IBM into this really comprehensive product that a lot of us in our regular lives use it uh, for their free email and their relatively cheap uh, access to um, productivity tools. But certainly businesses run their business on top of Microsoft, whether that's Azure or Office. It is um, something that cannot easily be displaced. And God knows Google has tried with free being the price of their product, and yet we still choose to pay for Microsoft because the stuff works. Right, understood. I mean, the, as you said, they are a major leader and competitor. John, um, the cloud business, right? Let's talk more about that. As you noted, um, by the way, Azure is more than 20% of revenue, LinkedIn more than 8% of revenue, but focus on cloud here. Sure. So so if you look at all of their cloud businesses, they're now well over 50% cloud. You know, if you include LinkedIn, which is a cloud business, just happens to be monetized differently, right? Um, but the, the thing about the cloud business is that you know, for a couple of years there, you saw Microsoft's growth sort of hit a wall. And that was because, and that was the initial stages of that transition to the cloud business for Microsoft. 
uh, because they lose all of those upfront license sales. But now the tailwind kicks in and it really, I think, is a lot bigger than people think. And then you throw on top of that the fact that we're not even halfway done with the cloud migration. I mean, IDC has it around at this point, about 40%, 60% by revenue, maybe a little higher for cloud now. And maybe it's, you know, crosses over in 2023, 2024. But that's a that means there's a lot of legs to this cloud shift trend. And Microsoft is on the beneficiary side of that, uh, uh, you know, with both Office and Azure. Right, okay, so now let's expand it out. I mean, we have a big week of earnings for many names, but um, Kim, you said this one has the wide mode to go back to that statement and, you know, just the business that it has expanded and has come into at this point. Um, you would buy Microsoft, it sounds like to me, Kim. Um, I don't know what kind of upside you think it has when it's at 258 today. Are there other names too that you like? Sure. Well, there's a lot of other names that we like, but we do like Microsoft. Um, and that is because of the long cycle that it's on. And I agree that, um, it, especially if you look at cash flow, their cash flow is growing now faster than their revenue. And that's what you want to see, especially when they're building out large centers for uh, their cloud business. And that kind of grows and then shrinks with respect to spending. But we are really looking um, to productivity enhancing sort of businesses. And then of course, semiconductors, because that's how all of this, whether consumer or business, it's um, delivered on that. So we like some semi names, including, and I know I'm gonna get eye rolls with this, but both Micron and Intel. And we do like um, AMD because it's a great competitor for Intel and okay. that relationship, that competitive yeah. relationship is gonna make both companies better. Intel and AMD. All right. Yeah, Micron, Intel, AMD, Microsoft. John, um, you have a strong buy on Microsoft. Tell me about that, how you would buy that, but also some of the other names that you might be interested in buying right now. Sure, I think for Microsoft, if you have like a two to four sort of year horizon, Man, that's that's just that's one of my highest conviction names. You know, I think for if you if you look at it over the next four years, um, and 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 then in addition to that, I mean, I agree that that the it's the infrastructure also for software, the 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 substrate, the computational substrate. You know, all those transistors out there that get doubled every two years via Moore's law, and I think the companies that hold sort of the 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 toll that are the toll takers for Moore's law kind of shift back and forth Quickly. over time. But right now, I really like the guys who do the so who who make the software that is used to design chips. That's really really getting very tough right now. So I like Cadence and I like Synopsys, both strong buys. Um, so yeah, I think Cadence that's a, a, another way to play it. That means. Yeah. yeah, understood. Cadence and synopsis. Good to chat with you both. Thank you. A great setup for a very busy week. John Freeman, CFRA. Kim Forrest of Boca Capital Partners.